We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. But basically the story goes that UConn students, the way their headline is, they built an air purifier out of furnace filters, a fan, and duct tape. And it actually, by the way, traps... COVID-19 virus. So I was like, we got to talk about this and highlight it. It's so cool. Uh, Marina Creed is a nurse practitioner with UConn Health. I, now, um, Marina, you ran the program that developed this. Is that right? Yes, yes. So actually, this was invented by uh, Dr. Richard Corsi, the dean of the School of Engineering at UC San Diego, and Mr. Jim Rosenthal, uh, the owner of an air filter company in Texas. Um, and when I uh, learned about uh, one of the problems, which is that COVID is airborne and it spreads easily in poorly ventilated indoor spaces, um, I thought about what's, you know, what's a cost-effective, pragmatic way to solve this problem. Uh, and I learned about this do-it-yourself portable air cleaner actually over Twitter when I saw uh, a distinguished professor of atmospheric chemistry at UC San Diego build 250 of these with her students outside. Oh, um, so, so they developed it, but you just decided to bring it here and put it in schools. Correct, correct. So what I saw was that many of my patients were, and I, have, I treat young patients, uh, you know, between 20 and 40 that have uh, multiple sclerosis, and I was noticing that many of my patients were very worried about their children going back to school. Uh, many of them are teachers and teachers' aides. Um, and I learned that we aren't using portable air cleaners inside classrooms and schools. And here, you know, you're taking one kid from many households in the community. You're putting them inside a classroom with windows that barely open and no HVAC. Um, and it's a hotbed, I think, for disease transmission uh, unless you clean the air or get it out in some way. So this is a low-cost, pragmatic intervention to clean the air. Um, it, you know, if you think about how... We have the choice of what kind of water we want to drink, right? Do we want to drink tap water? We know about the water in Flint, Michigan. Or do we want to drink bottled water? We have a choice about what kind of uh, water we can drink, but we don't actually have that easy of a choice on if we can, dr- if we can breathe clean air or not. It's true. Um, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just agreeing with you. Keep going if you want to finish. Yeah, so, you know, I think... We understood when cholera happened that disease is transmitted through water. So we have these great water standards that prevent disease transmission and keep us safe. The air is invisible, and we often don't know that something is making us sick because the molecules that are making us sick are invisible to the naked eye. Um, And we now know that, you know, COVID is airborne. Influenza can be airborne spread as well. Most respiratory viruses, they don't just stop at six feet they continue to travel through the air and they build up in indoor spaces. And what's even crazier is we rebreathe other people's exhaled air and that's how disease is transmitted. And so indoor air, unless it goes out a window with good ventilation and air exchange, it needs to be filtered. And it's as simple as using a box fan and MERV 13 air filters to push the air through a filter, and clean air comes out the top. It, it's not magic. It's just simple physics. A couple of questions. We're talking with Marina Creed, a nurse practitioner with UConn Health. How do you test the efficacy of this stuff? 
So that's a great question. So our team learned that this was tested in a laboratory setting at the Illinois Institute of Technology and UC Davis. But our team has done the first real-world testing in a fully occupied, poorly ventilated university classroom. Uh, And our results were astounding. You know, it showed that not only two units on low speed were very well tolerated and were not disturbing to a classroom or to to an educator, a teacher, um, but that it dramatically reduced the rate of bad stuff in the air. Um, so our results are going to be coming out, I think, within the next one week. We're going to be publishing them um, to a preprint server so that everyone can see. Um, but this has been investigated both by um, Dr. Corsi and Dr. Kappa, uh, showing in unoccupied indoor spaces how well it works. But when you start looking at occupied spaces, which are uh, what I call dynamic situations where you have lots of people breathing and moving around, there's a lot of stuff that gets up in the air. And so our test was able to show these work very, very well. They reduce fine particulate matter, all of the little stuff that makes us sick, right? Aerosol droplets that have virus inside, um, allergens, dust mites, cockroach allergens, you know, you name it, traps all that bad stuff in the filter so that we can breathe clean air. And we know that clean air in schools especially reduced absences, reduced uh, sick days, better teacher morale, improved cognitive performance, improved test performance by students. I mean, to me, this is a no-brainer. Well, it's interesting because the governor just sort of approved $150 million to complement federal money to help with HVAC. I thought we were going to attack this more aggressively post-pandemic, and, it, and so this is something that caught my eye, and I don't even know, because most of our schools, you know, are this post post-World War II edifices that don't have air conditioning and you have wall units in some rooms and the air quality is poor. So my question to you, we're talking with Marina Creed, nurse practitioner with UConn Health, there's sort of um, the voice in front of this program where the UConn students have made these air filters. What's the next step? Are you going to try to produce them on a larger scale? Are you going going to try to put them in schools across the state? Like, what's next? Well, I'm so uh, glad that we actually have federal support, right? So I went down to the White House and we delivered um, one of the air units that was created by fifth grade Hartford Public students. It was great. All the kids signed the top. Um, So we have federal support for this intervention. And and I'm so, you know, grateful that Governor Lamont has pledged $150 million. But, you know, HVAC on these 70-year-old school buildings, that's like surgery. That can't occur during the school year, and it might be one to two to five years away. Right. You know, when you need surgery and you're bleeding all over the ground, you don't just wait. You put a Band-Aid on it. And I could see this being a very simple, pragmatic intervention that even addresses learning loss during the pandemic by engaging students in a hands-on science project that takes 30 minutes They learn about science, technology, engineering, and math. And when they're done, they simply plug it into the wall and it cleans the indoor air and reduces the chance of COVID transmission. I mean, I think this is a great bridge for the next one to two school years until we have excellent HVAC in place. Boom. Done. I love it. I love it. Great job. Seriously, it's a great story. And the fact that you can involve the students in the creation of it, too, is just sort of like it's a complete vertical, which is such a great and it's an inexpensive way to do something that's really important. So great work, and it deserves more attention, and hopefully you'll, you'll get to do everything you want. Thank you so much, Brian. I, I agree. And I have to say, if you, if you surveyed these kids and you asked, hey, how many of them want to build something that makes them breathe 
clean air and reduces the chance that they get sick and bring home an illness and get their mom and dad sick, pretty sure every single kid would want to raise their hands. Because when we did this experiment, when we did this, um, this project at the fifth grade public school in Hartford, those kids had big smiles on their faces and were fully engaged. And it, I know as soon as you can teach a science through a hands-on exercise, kids learn, they remember, and it makes us feel less helpless, right? This is self-efficacy. Just roll up your sleeves and do it. Yeah. You should be, where's that TED Talk? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Marina. We appreciate the time. Thanks, Brian. Thanks. Uh, Have a great rest you of your too, day. You too. Be well. Uh, that was awesome. She's inspired. She should give a TED Talk. It's perfect, right? I mean, the students get to learn something. They see immediate results, and it's it's less expensive. I mean, what an amazing, amazing thing. Uh, Marina Creed, nurse practitioner with UConn Health at the, at the... Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.